This is CliffCentral.com. It's time to turn our attention to Anthea and see what's happening with your money. That's right. If you've got any, uh, she's here to help you. Let's go to Anthea Gardner. Are you ready for the money shot? Give us hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. Give us hard for the money. So you better it right. That's right. Well, uh, is Ramaphoria over? Oh, Gareth, I'm afraid so. It does look like it, yes. Last week, the JSE ended 1% lower. The RAND, 4% weaker last week. And I mean, it's not just South African stocks or South African sentiment. I mean, there, there is a bit of that. But I think what's happening is that there's a surge in U.S. Treasuries. The dollar continues to get stronger. And people are running away from emerging markets. And obviously... We're an emerging market, and so, yes, uh, foreign investors are running for the hills. I mean, we're not the worst of it, I must tell you. Uh, Turkey's probably the worst. And then, of course, Argentina is just, at the moment, a bit of a basket case. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are still, you know, it, it, it's all great that Ramaphosa got um, elected and that he's now changing things. And he has. He's changed a lot of things already. He's replaced quite a few boards. He's done you know, he's launched that YES program. He's done loads. But there are just structural um, issues in the economy that can't be fixed immediately. The, the unemployment number came out last week as well, 26.7%. That's shocking. Between the ages of 15 and 35, unemployment is 40%. It, sure. it, it's just – it's heartbreaking actually. And what do we do? Like how are we going to fix it? You know, Ramaphosa doesn't have a magic wand. Um, but isn't this also a question of like <laughs> – I hate to say it, but we have a lot of people and we don't have enough work to be done. Yeah, so what you're saying is we should create jobs. But but jobs jobs are not something that people make so that other people can be employed. Jobs are things that occur when I need Anthea to do something and I'm not prepared to do it myself or she does it better than me. And when the environment is conducive right. to it, right? So right. you wouldn't employ me if you couldn't afford me even though if you needed me. So there's that right. thing. And you wouldn't employ me if you didn't think that your business was going to grow. We haven't seen GDP growth above 2% in, what, five or six years now? Mm. So so you need, yeah, you need to create um, an environment that is conducive to creating employment. You're, you're spot on about that. Do you think that. the politicians understand that? <laughs> ben thinks not. <laughs> Who laughed? Ben. ben. <laughs> no, the, the reason I'm asking is because, look, the, the two reasons I mentioned earlier that you would hire someone. Number one is because I don't want to do it. Number two, because you're better at it than me. Now, the I don't want to do it stuff is like where unskilled labor comes in. Largely. No, because I don't want a computer program and that's not unskilled labor and okay. I need a computer program. In, not, in some uh, ca- in, but that's yeah. also, you can't computer okay. program. True. Don't lie. You, it's not that you don't want to. You can't. <laughs> All right, you got so me. So skilled labor is where... And this is where we need to grow the economy. We need more educated people who are able to take up skilled labor and, and, and skilled professions and to be able to add value to the economy. You don't get a job because you exist. No one's walking around handing out jobs and they just left you out. There's a reason you don't have work. Some of the time it's not the economy's fault. Some of the time it's yours. Yeah, and you know we've been in a fairly – um, good environment um, economically in the last, well, we've had a bull market for the last, what, nine years since mm-hmm. 
2009, right? So right. eight, nine years. And then the economy generally has the, – the globe – I'm talking about the global economy generally has improved. And we just kind of got We're lagging, yeah. yeah. I mean, other – they keep telling us other developing economies are doing better than we are. And we should be doing really well. Yeah. If you're an investor – you will make more money just putting your money into a bank in South Africa than you would putting it into a bank in America. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Interest. Yeah. I mean, so, so our, our government bonds are what now? 8.65% in the right. US. What? They're paying 3%. So there you go. Yeah. That's to your point. Right. So we should, be, we should be doing a whole lot better. In other words, we are underperformers. Absolutely. We need to pull up our socks. I mean, we're not even going to talk about state-owned enterprises, eh? Oh, hell no, because that's uh, okay. part of the reason we're, we're just going <laughs> to yeah, leave yeah, that Let's, let's, leave, right let's leave that alone. All right, so yeah. how is oil impacting on all of this? Well, so oil, as you, I'm sure you know, hit $80 a barrel this week, last week, which is the last it was in 2014. It was $80 a barrel. And as net importers of oil, you can only imagine what that's going to do to our inflation, right? It's going to yeah. hit inflation. The rand dollar is Heading for 13. So it's now this morning. I've just checked 1278. Mm-hmm. So all those things, um, I think we're in for another tough time. So we've got the Reserve Bank MPC on Wednesday and Thursday. They make the announcement on Thursday. And it would have been really nice to get an interest rate cut because inflation is well within the target band, but I'm afraid not. I, I can't see that the MPC committee members would actually be cutting interest rates when you're talking about oil at $80 a barrel and the rand at close to $13. I mean, 13 to the dollar. Hmm. Yeah. So at, at unemployment, as I said. Sure. So really just not great. So I'm afraid from a macroeconomic point of view, it's all a bit depressing at the moment, isn't it? I mean, yeah, carry on. Well, no, I was going to ask you, is, that, is there at least some good news in terms of uh, companies uh, and, and, and their reporting? <laughs> Generally speaking, yeah. um, it hasn't been absolutely fantastic. It's not a huge uh, excitement. There's not a, a lot that's really kind of pushing the envelope at the moment. I was at an investment conference last week, and it was interesting to hear the local managers, very much of a muchness. You all speak the same, this great echo chamber. And they're all concerned about the local economy. Banks are under pressure. Retailers, they're nervous of. It's just that general sentiment. I mean, last week we had one nice, um, what can I, what can I say? Well, like once off, basically. Mm-hmm. Marie and Roberts are looking to buy a construction company, Avenge, and the share was up 29%. Wow. Yes. 29%. Yes. That's, so that's a big exciting. jump. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's not an, that's not a, um, an indication of a general what's going on in the environment. It's, okay. it, you know, it's, it's a once you. off, it's corporate action. Um, and so that's what, that's what it is. Um, and then. Anthea just removed her headphones. They're bothering they're not you. Nice. No. All right, carry on. You don't need them. Don't know why you're wearing them. Because to hear my song. Otherwise, I don't hear my song. <laughs> right. Let's carry on. See, I have to talk about Richemont because, right. uh, Originally a South African company, I guess. <laughs> they were down, the share was down 4% on Friday, which is slightly better than where it was trading midday at 7% down. Oof. They reported results. Obviously, the market didn't like the results. I mean, there are a couple of things, you know. Their profit increased by only 1% to 1.2 
billion euros. Just saying, like mm. only 1.2 billion euros. And there's a couple of things going on in that company. And probably the biggest one is that they're doing a watch buyback. And we've spoken about it before. They've been doing it for a couple of years now. I think this is the third year possibly. And what it is, is they're going to the jewelry maisons or the watch retailers and saying, if you've got excess stock, we'll buy it back. Basically, they're managing the oversupply, protecting their brand, um, making sure that their watches, this kind of luxury watches, don't get into the gray. The excess doesn't go into the gray market. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting, having to buy back their own stuff. Yeah, it's clever, but expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going, they're going to make major capital outlays here. You'll see less oh, of their have, watches absolutely. around. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So you know the supply and demand thing. And that's what, isn't that what sure. makes a brand special, right? It's exclusivity. Mm, it's that you can't rare. just buy it. Yeah. yeah. And you certainly can't get it in the black market. That's right. All right. They are still sitting on a net cash pile of 5.3 billion euros. <laughs> so, wow. And generally speaking, jewelry is doing okay. Asia is really doing fantastically well. So if there's a market to go to, China, Hong Kong, like it's incredible. It's really, even Macau, it's fantastic results coming out there. And while we're talking about China, let's talk about Tencent, shall we? Okay. How are because they doing? their results came out. I mean, they are just gravity defying quite frankly revenue growth of 48% year on year which wow. is phenomenal because Good it's not heavens. the first year they've done it and it's not like they're a startup that produces these kinds of numbers they're, I mean okay they're probably not the most mature company either but you know they've been around for long enough now to not be putting kind of 50% growth on the table they are still Asia's or oh, by far, quite frankly, Asia's largest listed company, $560 billion is their market cap. They're the fifth largest company after Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Alphabet. Am I, have I got that right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember that off the top of my head. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, yeah. yeah so they're the right fifth here. biggest company. Yeah, in the world. Jeez, that's amazing. Yeah. That by, is amazing. Run by, of course, Pony Ma, not our Jack Ma from Alibaba, but Pony Ma. Pony Ma. <laughs> He's the CEO, yes. Pony. <laughs> yes. That's, that's an interesting name. I mean, I think Pony his, Ma. His proper name is Ma Huang Teng or something, something like that. But he goes by the name of Pony. Huh, all right. There must Sounds be something cool. about when you're a Ma, they call you something Ma, right? Because right. Jack, Ma. Yeah, you know. all right. Um, I think what's clear about Tencent is that when they, they made investments a while ago and those investments are coming to fruition now. And if you'll remember, this is very much like Naspace. Naspace made a couple of investments years ago. Everyone was worried about whether or not they're going to be able to offload those investments at a profit. Naspace did exactly that two weeks ago. And that's when the share rallied. And now look, Tencent done exactly the same. So when it comes to investing, huh. I think patience is definitely key. Very and of nice. The, the, the management have to prove that they can do it. So. Yeah. What about this um, Cambridge Analytica? Remember, they were in the news around uh, the, the the elections and meddling in the elections and giving Facebook or Facebook giving them access to everybody's personal data. What's happening with them? So they've now gone bankrupt. They're filing for bankruptcy. They've filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, huh. they've stopped operations with immediate effect, I believe. Really? Yep. Uh -huh. Um. And there you go. So being crooked doesn't always pay off. Isn't that great to hear? Yeah, I yeah, like that. There's a bit of um, hey? nice. there's a responsibility and accountability built into it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, sorry. So you you said earlier that the you don't think the Reserve Bank are going to cut interest rates. No, and it's such a shame because I almost think like they had the perfect chance to do it. I don't know. At the end of last year, they should have, but they didn't, and now kind of that opportunity is wasted. I, I mean, the, the the inflation rate is still well within three to six percent range, but I, I think there's be less justification in in this environment to do it. Okay. It's All a right. shame. What a pity for us. Right? It is a pity because we could have saved some money. All right, Anthea, thank you very much. Pleasure, guys. The Thanks. Money Shot with Anthea Gardner. This is CliffCentral.com.